data-driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing? I'm Emma. I've dabbled in all marketing channels in my career. And my passion? Providing my team with the tools to be the superstars. So, I'm making a podcast to share everything I've learned along the way, from my bachelor's internships to early career in marketing to becoming head of international marketing by age 29. Plus, everything I wish my 20-year-old self had known. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, get your snacks ready to go, and let's do this. Hello, so today we're going to talk all about four different ways that I got a job. And I didn't actually realise I had four different ways, but as I was like figuring out, looking down what the the top listened to podcasts are, there was a lot around getting a job and especially go back and listen to episode 16, which is my top five marketing CV tips quick fire couple to give you right the second is make sure that you write about the impact that you had not just a list of responsibilities because no matter how junior you are I really believe that you would have made an impact in some way I give examples of different ways that you can not just write what you've done but what the impact was that you had my second quick fire would be make the layout easy and quick to read. Don't have too much text. When I review people that I'm mentoring's marketing CVs, I always delete like half of what the copy is that they've written. Mine now is two pages, but it used to be when I was younger, it was a one page and links to external places to show your work are ideal, especially if you're in more of the creative style roles like designer or social media anywhere that you can go and show them whether it's a website that you've got a blog a podcast a LinkedIn you know it doesn't have to be a whole big project that you're doing but if you've got your LinkedIn profile up to scratch it could always just be a link there but there is lots more tips on that episode so go and listen to that one but this one is the four different ways that I got a job and I didn't mean to to do different four different ways but it just sort of happened that way and so we're going to go through all of them today I'm going to give you what I liked about them and what I didn't like about them and just my general advice if you're going through those different ways so starting off and I'm not necessarily going to do it in the order that I got the jobs but the first one is actually how I got my very first job when I was still studying in Manchester and I remember I was walking to my lectures every day and every day I'd be scrolling on Indeed and I'd be looking for any marketing roles and I actually got my first role in the UK through Indeed, which I can't believe that I got through it now, thinking of how often I would have to be in Indeed and and that's sort of my first point is that it was definitely a numbers game. I can't remember how many CVs I submitted to different companies and it was like a big black hole. Like I never heard back from maybe 90% of the jobs on there and each day I just had to be consistent don't get disheartened. I can't tell you how literally I'd be scrolling every day looking, checking if there was another one, but I didn't hear back from so many. Now, obviously on Indeed, you can do a lot of filtering to try and get what you want. That's definitely how I got my in because I literally approached it as if I was approaching an audience and go I went really really niche as in an audience my marketing plan I went really really niche I was like okay so what am I interested in I was interested in sports so I put that down as my industry I wanted it in Manchester and I wanted it in marketing and I was looking at like just a general marketing executive which 
from my American listeners, that means like just really, really junior marketing role. It doesn't mean senior. It's confusing. And I did look at a couple of brands I wanted to work for. So I was like keeping my eye out on like some big clothing brands that were in Manchester, like JD Sports was in Manchester. So I'd have like them as well. But I there wasn't that many because I'd gone super super niche obviously in one small area in sports and I wanted it to be a really entry-level marketing role so I did go a little bit broader than that and I did end up applying for roles that I probably wouldn't have wanted so I'm like why did I even apply for them I think my best advice if you're going that way is if you really want the role and they name the brand can you find them off Indeed? So go through their company website. Can you find it to apply that way as well? Go on LinkedIn. Can you find the hiring manager? Can you shoot them a DM and say, I saw this role. I'm really, really interested. Send them your CV and cover letter just with a little bit more of a personalized touch. Is there something else that you can do to stand out? A unique way that I hired someone once was they sent me a video and the video was them made especially for the brand that I worked at at the time. It was like two minutes long. It was funny. It was engaging. It got across their personality and their skills but in a different way and it really really made them stood out so if you can and if there's a role that you think oh my gosh I was born for this role then definitely do that oh great there's dogs barking in the background good this is this is going good side note here guys this is the second podcast I've recorded today I already recorded one this morning and I listened to it back edited it all got it ready to go and realized we've already done that subject so I might just put it out as a bonus one because there was a couple of hidden stories that I'd not shared when I did this one much much earlier in 2021 but I might just put it up as a bonus episode but anyway back to this so yeah so I did get success on Indeed but it was literally being consistent going niche with what I wanted and I don't actually think I found them off Indeed I think that it was sheer luck that I didn't go and find it on a different website because the brand wasn't named they just had like a sports brand in Manchester so it was really really difficult to go and find it off indeed and I just miraculously got an interview and I had to do it every day so just keep being consistent if you can put aside 30 minutes a day where you're like okay I'm going to scroll. Indeed, I'm going to scroll LinkedIn. And once you've got to that point, you need to make sure that your CV is on point, which is why I mentioned at the very beginning to go and listen to my top five marketing CV tips, because especially somewhere like that, where it's a junior role, it's on a job website, they're going to get so many CVs. And so they'll be looking for keywords. And so ensuring that your CV is one on point and two, if you can tailor it to that job, then you're going to have a much higher chance of standing out if you can't find the role off the platform like Indeed. You know, there's quite a few of them like that where you're not going to necessarily get noticed. But definitely my least favourite way to find a job (laughs) was that way. And I've not gone back since that very first job actually to any of those kinds of platforms. So the second way, which I prefer slightly more, is LinkedIn. Now, I like LinkedIn for a couple of reasons. One, it's a two-way street on LinkedIn. So you can get approached, but you can also search jobs as well. So if you are looking for a job, you go on your profile and there's a big button and it says open to. So click open to and then it says select your criteria. So then you can literally say what kind of role you want and you can also select who can see it. So you can say that everybody will see it and then it will add that green banner to your profile pictures. Or you can say just recruiter so it won't appear on there and I'm like 90% sure that when I looked at this 
couple years ago now, over five years ago, it said that the HR company in your company wouldn't see that you were open for a role. And I'm sure that that must still be the case now because that would be horrendous. So you can one, do that way. Two, there's another thing that recruiters have tools in the back end of LinkedIn where they do searches. And so when they're looking for people for specific roles, they pop in all of these keywords and then LinkedIn spits out a lot of people that might be relevant for that role. And then the recruiter pops up in your inbox. So because that is a way that people, recruiters find people on LinkedIn, it is so important that your profile is up to date so that the recruiters can find you for jobs that might be relevant in your niche or your area. So make sure that you've got all of those keywords. So if you're in social media marketing, can you expand on that? Make sure your job is up to date. Make sure you're literally naming the social platforms that you're in. Make sure your headline's up to date. All of those good stuff. Maybe I'll do an episode on making your LinkedIn profile pop but definitely make sure that that's up to date because otherwise you're not going to get found that way and they're continuously looking in the back end. So make sure that you are leaving that as an avenue where you could be approached. Now, also the other way is obviously the more classic way where they have jobs on LinkedIn where you can just scroll and see very similar to Indeed. Personally, when I found it, I found that I preferred just the user face of LinkedIn. I also felt that the jobs that were on there, there was less like (laughs) riffraff. (laughs) There was less sort of bad roles I had to scroll through. And also just working with companies throughout the years, I always hear, and it's always been sort of my experience that they put it on LinkedIn first versus any of the other sort of job platforms. And you can obviously set up your alerts to be on for whatever job searches you want. You can have pretty much the same filtering as you could on any other platform. And then you can get a daily email to look through. Again, similar advice here is to be consistent, put aside half an hour to an hour a day. If you really, really like a job, not only do the thing that I said about trying to find it off the platform and try and find the person that's doing it or try and find a different way that you can stand out but also make sure that your CV is tailored to that job because I can't tell you how many jobs that I've had through, like people applying for roles and it will be like the wrong name or the wrong company or a role that is just completely, the role that they're applying for is just not what they want. And I get it, it's a numbers game sometimes, you need to just put out a sheer amount of CVs because you're just so desperate for a job, but that really, really shows that you've just put no due diligence and you just want any job. So try as much as you can to not do that. Try and make it as tailored as you can. I also like that when you're searching for a job, it also says your profile matches this job if it does. <laughs> so LinkedIn does try and help you. And if you get the one of like the premium LinkedIn's, it also shows you like how you rate amongst people that have already applied. So I really do like it. I think that it's the easiest way. It's where I would definitely go if I was junior in my career that is probably where I would go as my first port of call that I would make sure that I've got all of my alerts set up for roles that I would want especially now that a lot more jobs are becoming more hybrid it does open up a lot more opportunity than you would have had when I was doing this because I could only literally get the postcode of where I was working roles whereas now you're going to see a lot more hybrid roles pop up and so it could be a lot lot easier to go that way 
third way that I got a job is slightly more unconventional and this is getting recommended by somebody. Now the thing to know about getting recommended by somebody is a much different experience because the control is sort of taken away from you because you've not necessarily applied for that job and so you need to make sure on your side that you do your due diligence way more than if you were the one applying because if you're applying for a role then you obviously know what you're applying for and hopefully you've done a couple bits of research to be like yep I want that job so you don't necessarily have that so it can be a bit more of a daunting thing to be pushed forward for something and you're like whoa I don't actually know if this is something that I want so make sure that you do your due diligence this could be searching the company's website it could be looking at people on LinkedIn it could literally be going for the interview and writing down a list of questions that you want to know that you wouldn't necessarily have even thought of because it's not maybe somewhere that you wanted to apply. Now when this happened to me I did actually want to work at that company. I had applied many many times and not got anywhere with it so I sort of knew a little bit more but I definitely felt that there was an added pressure because I was like oh I don't want to let the person down that recommended me I want to make sure that I really really impress the interviewers and yeah it was just definitely a different experience because it was like you're going into the interview trying to be like selling yourself and doing what you would normally do in an interview and talking about your experience but then you're like but I've been recommended so I also don't know what they've said about me so definitely talk to the person that recommended you um, for the interview and say what have you said to them what do you know about it why did you recommend me because it really then helps you to shape the picture in your head okay this is what I know also be honest in the interview after all you were recommended right so you might not know all of the questions I didn't know some of the definitions of the basics of the industry and I felt like it was okay to share that I mean I would share it anyway even if I'd have applied for the job but I think it's even more pertinent to be honest in an interview where you've been recommended to it this is all obviously just my personal experience and how I was going through all of these things when I did it but I really felt that I was more on the back foot having got recommended which sounds crazy because you think oh your your foot is more in the door because you're sort of ahead maybe that's how I might have thought of it if I knew that someone else had got recommended but I definitely felt like there was more pressure I think the biggest thing here is a good lesson to take away from that is I was so shocked that I was recommended. It was somebody that wasn't in marketing that did it. And it was a good lesson for me to know to always keep your network, even if you're not in B2B, where obviously B2B relationships are key. This wasn't even in B2B. This was something completely random. And so making sure that you keep all of your network, making sure that you are aware of your personal brand at all time and your development, because you never know when you are gonna get any help. It could just be a recommendation it could be somebody seeing a job and think that you'd be perfect for it so there's lots of different ways that this might happen it might not be just a straightforward recommendation but I was not expecting it and if you're listening to this thinking yeah that would never happen to me I thought the exact same thing it would never happen to me and it did so just and I wasn't even too senior at the time so you never never know when it might happen okay and then my final way that I got a role and this is my favorite way because it's the easiest is through a specialized marketing recruiter or a marketing headhunter now this is a lot easier because it's a lot less time consuming for you and it's a lot less scrolling because they're going to come to you with opportunities which was so much easier but it is sometimes inconvenient because you do find yourself on a phone a lot of times you could be explaining yourself 15 times 
not that many times, but you could have to have the same conversation over and over again if you're going with a couple of recruiters uh, and that's really them gauging what you want, what you're interested in. But my biggest piece of advice is be honest because it's okay for them to bring you a role and you say no because they're just trying to think of what could be a good like match, matchmaker. They're like a matchmaker, (laughs) matchmaker for marketing. But definitely be honest because at the end of the day this is where you're going to end up and so don't feel like oh well they've done all this work they've brought me this opportunity I need to just go for the interview if you already know it's not a fit for you I'm sure that they would prefer it if you were just honest right there and then instead of going further down the line I also like it because they sort of guide you through the interview process, you have somebody to talk to, you're not really on your own there, you have somebody that you go through for the interviews, they go, they're sort of the middleman, so they organise interviews with the company, they also help you with feedback, and also you do your negotiation through them, so it's sometimes a really nice buffer, so you're not talking directly to the company. Also, there could be some roles that you've not seen before and that they are looking in their wider network that they're going to bring you. And I would say that I definitely prefer this route just because it takes a lot of the heavy lifting out. But I would definitely say that when you hit senior marketing manager and above, always, always go this route. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you couldn't find a specific marketing recruiter. You might be able to go if you're slightly more junior. So definitely have a look. I'm sure that they're out there. I wish I'd have known that was a thing when I was super, super junior, <laughs> that there was a marketing recruiter that could have helped me. It probably would have saved me hours and hours of time scrolling. Now, as I said, this was just all literally my experience. I got a job through all four of these different ways at some point of time in my career. So don't feel like there's just one way. I think that what I want you to take away from this episode is that I got rejected so many times. I can't tell you how many times I put in my CV and I just never, never heard back. Yes, I got some really amazing jobs and that was through, I don't know what it was through, dedication, hard work, (laughs) not giving up, persevering, but also finding different ways where you could look to get a role that might not have been the most conventional. Other ways where I have applied is going directly to the website. So if there's a couple brands that you're like, I really, really want to work for them, they're my dream brand, then always make sure that you're regularly checking their website because they're going to be putting their roles on their website as well. I have not got a job that way, but I definitely know people that have, and that would definitely be sort of my fifth way of finding a route if I was looking that was what I would do but hopefully this gives you a bit of encouragement I always hear of people say that they are applying for so so many jobs and I really think that not only is it important to know the different avenues how you can get a job but also think about the content that you're putting out to get the job and that's why I say it's really more about the quality of what your CV looks like. Can you find a different way to stand out? I think that finding a different way to stand out in marketing is so crucial, especially for more of the creative role. So if you're looking for a role to be a social media manager, okay, can you create some TikToks that you can send about the brand? Would you do this? Would you do that? I think that that just shows like an extra level that you really want the job and you can really show off your skills in more of a literal way. If you're a designer, amazing. You can show your 
work or different things that you would do with the brand. If you're a marketing manager, it's slightly more difficult, but you could maybe send through a couple of sides of a campaign that you would do if money was no object. So there's definitely things that you can do. Yes, they are more time consuming, but if you really, really want the role, they then taking that extra step could make you be that standout. So there you have it, the four different ways where I have got a job throughout the last 10 years. Probably technology has moved on and there might be some other tips and tricks that all of you Gen Zs might know that this old millennial doesn't. But hopefully this helped. Hopefully it gave you a bit of confidence to keep going. Go right now and check out some roles on LinkedIn if you are looking for your next role. And that's it for this week. Talk to you soon. Have an amazing, incredible week, whatever you are doing. And I will chat to you a week on Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening to my Marketing Nuggets podcast. I've been your host, Emma, and I will catch you next time. Bye for now.